Tales of a Chicana Woman, the podcast about life experiences and adulting. Advice, tips, and insight to help you along your way. Here's your host, Emily Z. Hey, what's up? For today's episode, I will be covering young adulthood. And the reason why I wanted to cover this topic in particular is because I know that when I was transitioning to my young adulthood years, it was, you know, difficult, fun, and awkward at times, you know, truly understanding what I was going through as I was going through it. And I, you know, went through a lot of changes mentally, emotionally, and physically. So I want to give you some insight from, you know, my own personal experiences and perspective as I went through it. And hopefully it can help you as you transition, you know, to your young adulthood years and or if you're maybe still going through it you know give you some insight so as you transition into your young adulthood you know years you're definitely gonna start to be feeling pressure you're gonna gain responsibility and this time in particular you're gonna start you know figuring yourself out what you want things you believe in values that you have And all of those three things I know for me were big key things that I started to notice as I, you know, was transitioning over to my young adulthood, you know, years. However, before we deep dive into that, I want to give you some context about, you know, your brain development during those young adulthood years. So I did some research and I got my information from MIT that conducted a, you know, research and project in regards to young adults' uh, brain development. And it was really interesting to know that the front part of your brain, which is called the prefrontal cortex, is, you know, being used a lot and actively during these years because your brain... That part of the brain is used for planning and problem solving and other related tasks to that. So that's really interesting. As well, uh, MIT gives some information that the nerves in your brain are, you know, becoming stronger uh, so that signals in your brain transmit more efficiently. So when you are receiving information, your brain can, you know, signal to each other so that, you know, it can help you comprehend, understand, and really break down, you know, what is being told to you or asked of you, or even when you're reading, understanding, and comprehending that. So that's really interesting to know. As well as, I did not know that the brain isn't fully developed until you're 25 in your mid-20s. I It just honestly made me think, like, wow, we are, you know, doing things in life that sometimes we're not even prepared for or mentally there to really understand certain things. And a couple of things that came to mind was, you know, at 16, you know, you're allowed to drive. At 18, you can vote. And at 21, you can drink. And that's crazy to me because we are given, you know, these privileges and our brain isn't fully developed yet. We're given this opportunity to learn, but yet are we not? Are these things that we're not ready for because uh, we haven't, you know, given ourselves time to develop and understand ourselves? So that was really interesting to learn. And um, 
something that MIT mentioned in their um, research is that the ones who have it right are the rental car dealers because to rent a car you need to be at least 25 so they have it right because by then you are you know mature and have you know developed your brain to understand things so I think that's interesting and really funny like they made sure to wait until that specific year going back I would say that can gives you context of where your brain's at. So your your young adulthood, you're not fully developed. You're understanding things. And like like, uh, MIT said, you are using your brain to start planning things and using it for problem solving. And it's true because I know for myself, during your young adulthood years, you do have to plan. You do have to do some problem solving. And it's a part of life. Now to get back to the three things that I wanted to cover, one of them being pressure. Yes, I think that you will for sure feel some pressure once you transition into your young adult life. And it's just a natural progression, something that you start to feel slowly, but most definitely. Because when when you're younger, you don't have much pressure to do many things or to start thinking about certain things because you're a child, you're, you know, having fun, you're, you know, doing just normal things versus when you're a young adult, you start to think of, you know, your future, your goals, things that you want to do um, for yourself or for your family. Like, it's just so much. I know for myself, coming from a, you know, Latino uh, family, my parents often pressured me to do well in school. They often gave me lectures in regards to, you know, you have to do well and because you want to be able to provide for yourself and then provide for us eventually. They always tell me that the reason, you know, they came over, you know, from Mexico to the States is to give me a better life. And that's a, you know, big pressure because then I, there's no other choice then for me to, you know, I have to be successful. There's no other choice. I need to find ways to to have a great life and be able to provide for myself and for my family. And that in itself is really stressful and a really big thing to, you know, have to digest and really understand its, its complexities and seeing what I can do. So that is a lot of pressure, I know, for me and you probably will have your own pressures from your family or from school or whatever it may be but don't let it break you let it have it help you you know grow up have it help you you know build you up and make you stronger versus you know breaking you down be careful of you know uh of the pressures being too much find ways to Uh, let go of you know certain pressures that are on you or that you put on yourself and I'm saying this just because you know pressure of course can lead to stress and with stress you need to relieve it so sometimes people choose drugs uh, smoking drinking to relieve stress which comes from the pressures and you know those actions lead to consequences 
and it can affect you you know it could affect your body your health and so many things and it can stop you from you know doing what you want to do and pursue so be careful with that and find other ways that when you are in stressful situations you know take a break from it you know sleep or go out with your friends watch a movie something that to distract you from the pressures that you have or the stresses that you have because it's important something a skill that you have to learn about because pressure is always going to be there stress is always going to be there but it's more of what are you going to do about it what can you do to you know stop the pressure relieve the stress and stuff like that as you transition to your young adulthood you will have to become more responsible and will have more responsibilities. And what I mean by that is, of course, you have to take care more of yourself. Um, be responsible for, you know, your action, your decisions. I would say it normally starts like right after you graduate because you need to figure out, are you going to college? Are you going to work? Are, you know, am I going to go off to the military? And stuff like that. So you become more responsible for your life choices and for what you want. Um, your parents aren't going to be there for you. They're going to, you know, try and help and guide you. But ultimately, it's up to you. I know for myself, I had to be responsible for, you know, getting a job, making sure that I show up and I'm professional, get my money so that I can pay my, you know, tuition for school. And that was a a real you know thing and and a reality check like wow I am growing up I need to you know be on my A game be focused especially if I am going towards a goal so it's okay you know it might be a little bit crazy adjusting you know to being more responsible and and having more responsibilities but it's life like what can you do you kind of just have to you know face it head on and get better at it. it it took me a while and I you know I was you know always responsible but now I was like okay like now I need to really focus and and, and becoming and following my career path that I want to pursue and I have to make sure that you know I'm on you know time for school I make sure you know I feed myself up I make sure that I go to work get my money and then you know put gas in the car and, you know, make sure that I do house chores, make sure that I give my mom money for, for bills or so forth. Like those are real things that I have to be responsible for as well as, you know, for my actions, make sure that I do not, you know, do certain things like drink or drive or, you know, do drugs. Like I can't do that. Like it, it would affect me and it would ultimately be bad. But, you know, be aware of, you know, your actions and your decisions because they do, you know, have an effect uh, in your life. I know and have friends that, you know, got pregnant at an early age or guy friends that got someone pregnant at an early age and they had to be responsible for a child. They need to take care of themselves and now another human being and even, you know, that the spouse that were that who they're with. So you know certain decisions and not being careful can affect you and I mean I'm not saying it's a bad thing but you know you have to be responsible you have to 
you know, your life changes. You're not, it's not just for you anymore. Now it's for you and someone else. Lastly, during your young adulthood years, it's a time where you find yourself, find your voice, uh, find your purpose, and or at least try to figure it out. I know that this is sometimes not the favorite part for a parent because they're so used to you having to follow their lead or, you know, just saying yes and not really giving an answer back, but rather just listening. And that's sometimes challenging for a parent because they're so used to you probably not talking back or having your own thoughts and opinions. But these are the years where you do get to show that off and known that you know you know stuff as well and that you are growing up so it's overall like a balance you know figuring yourself out also dealing with the pressures and you know having more responsibility it's all a balance now i would like to introduce a special guest that i'm bringing on for this episode she is currently going through that transition to young adulthood and I wanted to have her, you know, come on and give her perspective and her insight as to how her process is going. So let me introduce Cecilia Fermin. My name is Cecilia Fermin. I'm a high school junior this year. Thank you for being here today, Cecilia. Now, I want to start off by asking, how's your high school, you know, experience going so far? So above all, I have to say stressful and confusing. Like, don't get me wrong, a lot of a lot of us do enjoy it. And even if we'll complain, like we do miss it, especially right now where everything's virtual, at least in like California high schools. You'll have your freshman year where you're adapting to it and you're like, okay, I can deal with this. I can get through three more years of this. But then sophomore and junior years are really stressful. And then Senior years, everyone either wants to cram in as much as they can. And so then everyone's stressing you out about how you have to because it's your very last opportunity. Or you have people who are trying to enjoy their last year before becoming an adult. So you also have to decide that because then there's stereotypes about it. So I I really have to say stressful. Like I enjoy it and I've met a lot of great people. And I'm thankful for that because I'm also learning more but it's just stressful. And just out of curiosity, do you ever feel pressure to fit in? Now I do feel the pressure just because you see kids who are like younger than you and they're already on some kind of magazine like in bathing suits or they're they're like a test, they're advocating for this health brand, but it's like super expensive and you know that they're getting sponsored for it. Uh, so I do feel that more pressure now as a young adult. Knowing that you are a young adult, do you think about your future? Yeah. It's kind of scary, but I know that I have to think about my future because, like, in for some people in a couple months, they'll have to be exposed to other people in a couple years. So I do think about it a lot more than I used to as a kid. But I, I myself, I can't really see, like, too far of a future just because I'm still trying to get um to trying to like take a peek into what my 20s will be like my early 20s my late teens and stuff like that so I'm not I haven't been able to like plan super ahead like I'll get married at this age but I have been thinking a lot more about it being that you're 17 how is your 
transition to young adulthood going? Well, we have more, more, more freedom, but also more responsibility without all the necessary tools. So like, I know my parents trust me, like for the most part, and they'll trust me to take care of my little brother. But then when it's that I want to go out like more than twice a week or something like that before COVID, of course, like if I want to go out, then they, they, they assume that something's going to happen to me. And it's like, if I can take care of my younger brother, whose life is more dependent on me, but I can't take care of myself, like, that's not the full responsibility. Like, they're giving me the responsibility, and I have to get the good grades. I have to be able to help my family. And I'm okay with that. Like, I'll, I'll gladly do it. But then there's not the full trust, or like, they assume that no matter what I do, um, it's not completely validated just because like, oh, she's, she's trying to rebel, or like, oh, this is just a phase. I've heard that so many times. I totally get that and definitely understand. Now let's answer some questions from our listeners. And here's the first one. Would you rather be five years younger or five years older? If I were five years older, I'd be 21. But if I was five years younger, I'd be 11. Uh, I got probably five years younger because like, I'd want to be five years younger, but with the knowledge that I have right now. So that then once I get to my age, I can like be more ahead and more prepared for it, hopefully at least. And then just because there's less responsibility at that age. And, but with, cause from when I was 11 to now when my brother's 11, like there's a big difference in technology and exposure and like the media and everything. So I would want to be his age. I would want to be 11 right now instead. We got one more question from a listener, Cecilia, and this is her question. What is the weirdest or craziest thing you have ever done in your life? Uh, it might not be the weirdest, but the craziest or like funniest thing that comes to mind right now would have to be that I helped my sister get pets without my parents knowing. So my mom knew that like we were going to get a cat. She told us because one of my friends, her, her cat had kittens. Like my mom knew that my sister really wanted a cat. I knew that my sister really wanted a cat and I didn't mind getting a cat, but my dad didn't know. And my mom didn't actually think that we'd go ahead with the plan, but we ended up driving. Like she went to work. My dad was working on something else. We ended up driving, we got a cat, we bought a bunch of cat stuff because, you know, it needed to have its litter and its food. And then we just adopted the cat. And then a few years later, we did that with the dog too. <laughs> so that's probably what I've done. Thank you, Cecilia. You did a lovely job answering those questions. And thank you again for being here for today's episode. And this was episode two, Young Adulthood. Don't forget to tell a friend, share this episode with your family. Catch me next week on Friday. You've been listening to Tales of a Chicana Woman with your host, Emily Z. Follow Tales of a Chicana Woman on Twitter at Tales of a Chicana. Don't forget to subscribe and leave a five-star review. Thank you for listening. Join Emily Z again next week on Friday. Friday. This podcast was student produced at the University of Laverne.